guys, this is Daniel with you today. I'm also here with Nick. And today we'll be discussing a video that we watched recently from a famous blogger called Nas Daily. And in this video, he talks about a term called selective empathy. So to start us off today, I want to ask Nick to tell us a little bit, in a nutshell, what is selective empathy? Hey guys. Basically, selective empathy is when we care more about one thing than the other. Mm -hmm. For example, we care a lot about dogs or cats, mm -hmm. but we don't care about rats. We can go and kill a rat. So right here, we're being very selective mm -hmm. against animals. Yeah, I see what you mean. Okay. Uh, and do you think that this type of empathy, selective empathy, applies in your own personal life? Actually, I yes. Right now, I'm eating a lot of meat and chicken mm -hmm. but i'm not eating any fish mm -hmm. so i'm being selective i'm not eating fish but i chose to eat other animals so did you consciously decide to stop eating fish i did because i want to start i'm in a process of becoming a vegetarian so it's been a slow process but i'm trying to get there that's very interesting um it's funny because you mentioned that hey we care about dogs but we don't care about rats how do you think we develop that selective empathy? Great question. I actually think we're programmed since we're born. Mm -hmm. And I also think it depends a lot on our background, our cultural background. Okay. For example, in, in some cultures, it's perfectly okay to eat maybe a dog. Mm -hmm. While in other cultures, it's perfectly normal to eat a pig or a cow. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, I mean, if we're actually programmed since birth, Mm -hmm. then I guess it's very, it's difficult to actually change in the future. Yeah, I see what you mean. So it's basically down to culture and, and how we're raised. Um, can you give us like a, like a practical example of, of different cultures and them caring about different animals or different things? Well, have you heard of mini pigs? Yeah, of course. Little, really cute little pigs, yeah. They're super cute. They're like a, a puppy. Yeah, they have them as pets nowadays. Yeah. So right now they're very popular. But have you thought that maybe when they grow, we actually eat them? <laughs> That's really it's true. pork. Yeah. So it's it's basically what we're doing is if, if we say, oh, a puppy is so cute. But once the puppy turns into a, I mean, when they're older, they're what, four or five years old, then we eat the dog. How would you feel? I think that would create an uproar among society. But yeah. these mini pigs are super cute. But then they turn into a pig and we eat them. So I, I think right here we're being very, very selective. And did you actually know that pigs are smarter than dogs? Actually, I did. And did you know they're one of the cleanest animals? I had no idea. Yeah. They they roll around the mud because they want to keep their bodies cool. But it's not because they're dirty. Wow, that's really interesting. And there's a famous quote. I'm going to paraphrase it, but I'm not... I'm, I'm just going to give you guys an example. Mm -hmm. uh, we shouldn't... Ask ourselves which animal can feel more than the other or which animal uh, is smarter. Yeah. We should just ask ourselves, do all animals suffer the same? And the answer is yes. A dog has the same suffering as a cow, a chicken, a fish, a cat, a bird. They all suffer the same. Mm -hmm. So once we think about this quote, maybe we can have more empathy for all animals and not be so selective. That's very true because we definitely judge animals uh, depending on their appearance and intelligence. 
and I personally do this myself. Um, I personally don't like pigeons. Really? Why? <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of crazy because pigeons are cute. And in many, many cities around Europe, for example, I've noticed that people really like pigeons and they'll feed them and you'll see a lot of people uh, protecting them and whatnot. But maybe it has to do with culture. And I grew up in a culture that maybe they're not valued that much and they give more value to other animals. So quite yeah, interesting. I understand. Yeah. Pigeons might be, I mean, they, some people say they're rats with wings yeah, or exactly. they're dirty. But I but feel that's unfair. So I feel that I really have to start changing that. Um, in general, what do you think will happen in the future with this phenomenon about selective empathy? I think we just have to educate people. You know, I think we're just not saving enough animals. Uh, global warming is moving at a very fast rate. Mm -hmm. And we need to start actually just making bigger changes. Mm -hmm. For example, if you don't want to eat meat, I don't think it's enough to stop eating meat once a week. I think we have to actually start moving faster. Mm -hmm. I see what you mean. Now, um, I was in Prague a couple weeks ago and I did see something very curious. I went to Burger King and they, they were selling a burger called the Rebel Whopper. And it turned out that this Whopper is 100% vegetarian. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, um, so, so my question is, okay, in this video, Nas Daily, he's kind of blaming McDonald's and the big corporations for being selective. But honestly, I didn't see a lot of people ordering these burgers. So isn't it up to us? Isn't it our fault we're not consuming these burgers? Ooh, that's a very, very nice question. Actually, I think it corporations and us, it's both of our faults. Mm -hmm. it, what these big companies are doing um, they're being very selective. Mm -hmm. So, for example, they don't give you a straw and they're saying, okay, we're helping the environment because we are not producing any straws. But I don't think that's enough. I mean, they need to stop making plastic spoons, uh, straws, cups, mm -hmm. meat. They, start to, they, they need to start actually offering more vegan options. It's true. They only had one. They only had one. Yeah. And maybe have better campaigns, you know? Mm -hmm. If we are not educated then we will not know. For example, that Rebel Whopper I've heard mm -hmm. tastes the same as a normal Whopper. It did. So, but a lot of people don't know it. Mm -hmm. And once they think about a vegan Whopper or vegan meat, they're just going to say no, mm -hmm. even without tasting it. Mm -hmm. So maybe they have to have better campaigns, maybe give you a free Whopper and say, hey, taste this. Mm -hmm. Did you like it? Yes, I loved it. Actually, that was a vegan Whopper. Mm, Next that. time, you might go and order that vegan Whopper. And... Word of mouth. You go and tell your friends about it, and maybe more people will start opening their minds and actually start buying mm. more vegan, vegan products. Overall, do you think that you are optimistic about the future? Do you think we're going to become less selective, or are people becoming more polarized and more divided? Well, I've read a lot that, I mean, human beings are consuming more meat every day. Wow, crazy. And the population is growing. True. So like I said before, I think we're not moving at a fast rate in order to save the environment. Mm -hmm. So I I don't want to be pessimistic, but I, I honestly think that unless a lot, of, a lot of us become vegetarians or vegans and completely just make the switch, make the switch then I think it's going to be really, really hard for us to actually be able to save the environment 
and or global warming uh, and avoid it. Okay, guys. Well, you heard our two cents on this topic. But we would be really interested in hearing about your own experience with selective empathy. And I do have a question for you guys. If you could be less selective and more empathetic towards something or someone, what would it be? Would it be food? Would it be a person, a culture? Let us know in the comments below. Thanks. Bye.